everyone. My name is Peyton Drexler, and welcome to the So Many Books, So Little Time podcast. My, I, I just said my name. My name is Peyton Drexler. I don't care. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> and with me, I have my wonderful co-host, Ashlyn Selinski. Ashlyn Selinski, please say hi. Hello, everybody. Hello, all you book nerds. Are you ready to talk about Harley in the Sky today, Peyton? I am so ready, Ashlyn. And also, we're not going to talk like this for the... We're just having fun. (laughs) This is our first podcast. (laughs) We don't know what the heck we're doing. (laughs) So today, we are going, as Ashlyn said, we're going to talk about Harley in the Sky. Now, this first episode is called The Missing Piece, which ties into a little bit of some mental health aspects. And But before I explain why this episode is called Missing Peace, I'm going to turn it over to my wonderful, again, co-host, Ashton Swinsky, to talk about the plot of the story so you have a little more details. Ashton? So before I begin, folks, let me warn you that there will be spoilers. So if you haven't read or are currently reading this book, please stop this podcast immediately and read this book. I'm serious. Go do it right now. Okay, now let's begin. Our main character, Harley, faces a series of morally questionable choices throughout this novel, and then leads to a lot of external and internal conflict within Harley. But we'll get to most of those conflicts later. Today, we're just talking about mental health. So here's all you need to know about Harley right now. Her parents own a circus called the Teatro della Nata, and Harley's most desperate desire is to become a trapeze artist in her parents' circus. Her parents, on the other hand, don't like that idea. They want her to attend university, and um, they want her to chase a career that's more stable. Harley feels trapped under her parents' expectations and feels that her only option is to run away to a rival traveling circus. Back to you, Peyton. Yep, and so what Ashton said, all true. Don't know why it wouldn't be true. So yeah, she deals with a lot of struggles in her life, and that's why we decided to name this episode The Missing Piece, because she's, one, she's also missing something in her life, but there's also that mental health aspect where she wants her own thing, so she'll ask people think questions, but she wants to hear her own answer. She wants people to tell her what she's thinking, which isn't okay because we need to be able to hear others' opinions openly, and we need to hear what they're saying because sometimes what other people are saying is true. It's going to be more true than what our own minds will have to like deal with. So there's that aspect of it. And we just need to have like an open mind every single day. And so Harley is missing that capability. So that's why it's kind of called the missing piece. And again, mental health is a super serious topic. Like no one should ever make jokes about it because it's that serious. If you're dealing with mental health, just know that there are people that deal with it as well. I myself somewhat deal with it. It's been a rough and bumpy road, but I'm able to get through it with my family and my friends around me who help me every single day. And I will be honest, I am a Christian and I believe that God has helped me through many things. 
with that. So if you're dealing with mental health, I strongly encourage you to go talk to someone, a family member, a friend, or even a counselor, because my counselor that I talked to helped me out a lot. So yeah, but this is about Harley, and we're going to talk about her, and with ways that she dealt with this, and also ways that another character, Voss, had also dealt with mental health. So I will turn this over to Ashlyn. Absolutely, Peyton. That was amazing. So Harley's struggle with her mental health is largely ignored by her parents. They don't believe that she should go see someone to get diagnosed. They don't believe in medication. They don't believe that mental health is as serious as it really is. And Harley struggles with that because she feels like she's not seen and she feels like she doesn't have a support system, which leads, I believe, that's one of the major factors to her running away because she feels like her parents don't actually care. Um, But as far Mm -hmm. as what struggles Harley goes through with her mental health is she describes vividly her emotions bouncing between highs and lows, which are, um, and she's not diagnosed, but they are uh, symptoms of bipolar disorder, potentially, potentially, it never says that. But one of the quotes from the book, I think, really highlights this a lot, says, Sometimes it's like the world feels dark and cloudy and heavy, like no matter how many breaths I take, it'll never be enough to fill my lungs. It feels like all the color has been sucked out of the world. And I feel like this is a really powerful example of what her lows feel like to her. Peyton, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, and part of me feels like when she's sucked into these episodes of sadness and darkness, she wants so desperately to get out of that. But the problem is, I see that she might actually enjoy, or not enjoy, I shouldn't say enjoy, but she might find comfort in her own sadness because it's something she has been used to for many years. And so maybe the reason why she keeps going down into these dark spirals is because she doesn't know how to deal with her sadness and she doesn't want to try and overcome her sadness because that will just cause her more and more pain. And so like Harley, as we'll talk about Harley, did talk to someone, I believe once, um, and they told her to make a color journal. And Ashton, I know you probably have a lot of thoughts about this. Yeah, so like we said before in the quote, Harley said, it feels like all the color has been sucked out of the world. Well, at one point she was asked to make a color journal about what color each of her days feel like so that when she feels low, she can look back and see if there are patterns beforehand. But she doesn't, she can't find a pattern. It's completely random. Color is a big part of the imagery that is in this book, and it's pretty important when she says that when the color is sucked out of the world, that's her low. That is her hardship there. So the quote actually does continue. It doesn't just end there. It says, um, but there are other times that I feel happy, really, really happy, like Everything makes sense again, and I know where I'm supposed to be going, where I'm supposed to be. 
I have to do whatever I can to get there as fast as possible because it's only a matter of time before the dark clouds come back. So Harley is super anxious, even when she's super happy, she's anxious that she's going to be sad again. Um, can you relate to this at all, Peyton? Uh, more than you know. <laughs> um, yeah, there are days where I am, like, super happy, but then one word is all it takes to suck me back into a, not, not a dark state, but into a state that is less colorful, and I don't have a real reason to have maybe a true smile on my face. I will have a smile on my face, but it might not be as bright as the one I had five seconds ago. So Harley has these big highs and these big lows, and she doesn't know how to find an in-between. It is so important to find an in-between and to know that when you are not okay, that's okay. I mean, you should always try to find the light in the dark world. Just, like, reach out and try to grab it. But don't overexert yourself. It is okay to be sad, but just don't have this hopeless sadness where there's, like, no hope that you might have, because that is not okay. That is that is so far from okay. And so I'm, ah, <laughs> mental health, it's, it's, I know, it's a hot, it's really sad because you can't, just, yeah, you can't understand what another person is going to. And so it's never okay to really judge someone for how they're feeling. Because Harley feels that people judge her for how she feels. She mm -hmm. says that because she doesn't have an official diagnosis for her mental health, she feels like people don't think that she actually has a problem, when in fact she does. And that kind of mm -hmm. leads to the question, what's more important? Is it how we feel or the box that we can be fit into? What do you think, Peyton? <laughs> this is so beautiful. <laughs> I just, I don't... Um, yeah, Harley just deals with a lot of stuff, but throughout the book, she does get better. She's able to find that glimmer of hope, that parted cloud in the sky that shows some light shining down in her world, which I find is just, I don't know, beautiful, yeah. maybe? It is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. And this book is so... I will say it's so relatable to other people mm -hmm. and especially other people who are struggling with mental health. I would recommend it to someone who would maybe feel those feelings and express those thoughts. Um, and, that's, yeah. and going on like a little bit of sidetrack, I know a lot of people got that. I know a lot of people that didn't like the book in the beginning because they were so mad at Harley. And I looked at Harley and I'm like, I understand. I don't know exactly what she's going through. I don't experience a lot that she, like, I don't experience all that she goes through. But I experience, in extent, I feel like I have a good grasp and understanding on how others feel. And I remember that, like, I can't judge them for their actions because I think 
what would I have done in that situation? Would I have run off to another rival circus or would I have stayed and tried to find another solution? I can tell you here and now, I would have ran off to go to that circus because it would have been so, it's so much easier. People try and find the easy way out when that is not at all what you should do. Even though it may be so easy, it is not, it is not the right choice. It will never, ever be the right choice. (laughs) I'm very passionate about this. Yes. It should be noted that while Harley was at this rival circus, she did find a lot of happiness, but she also found a lot of sadness. And I think the extremes that she experienced within this circus helped her in the end find a compromise, find that in-between that Peyton was talking before. And that's really a really beautiful thing is how you can find the moderation in life without sacrificing any of that happiness. Yeah. And then like when Ashton mentions the rival circus, it also is like, how am I going to wear this? Uh, She deals with a lot of things, but she is learning to push through all those hard things, all those no's. She has to work Like, she has to sell popcorn. When she looks at the giant tent, she wants to be in there. She wants to be performing. But she is standing outside serving people popcorn because she knows that, or she hopes, there is a big hope that one day she will be in there and not where she is then. Absolutely. Yeah, Harley does experience a lot of emotions. And the question is whether that's part of her mental health, whether that's part of, you know, whatever her brain chemistry is telling her at the moment, or if those are actual emotions, and is it more or less valid either way? And I feel like validating people's emotions is actually a very important part of accepting mental health and breaking down mental health stigmas in today's society. So the other character that somewhat deals with mental health, not on the same level. Actually, no, there are two people, but we're going to get to that last one later. The one who is actually related to Harley. I think you know what I'm... I do believe I know you what you're talking know about. know what yes. I'm talking about. But right now, I want to focus on Voss. Don't remember his last name. I honestly just call him Voss because I don't call people by their last name either way. <laughs> yeah. But... I don't know, like, Voss, he doesn't deal with mental health on the same level as Harley. What he deals with is uh, trust issues, I believe, because there's a girl named Maggie. You know Maggie, the aerialist of, or, like, aerialist slash trapeze artist of the rival circus. He was also an aerialist, and... His mom died. And in that moment, Maggie gets a call and her parents tell her that, hey, Boss's mom died. Maggie doesn't tell him until after they have to perform that night. Because apparently there was 
uh, what was it, recruiters, I believe there? Yeah, yeah, there were recruiters there, and Maggie, we will learn more about Maggie in later episodes, but what's important about Maggie is that she always puts her ambition above other people, mm-hmm. and Vass realizes that in that moment, and that breaks his trust completely. So afterwards, you see a sort of disconnect between him and other people. But you also see that he connects with Harley, too. And there's a connection between his mental state and her mental state that really is pretty beautiful, if you think about it. Yeah. Because, yeah, Vaz, he just, he has a hard time trusting people. But there was something about Harley that made him trust her. And then later, <laughs> that trust yes. gets shattered. Yes. But actually, I shouldn't say shattered. It does. No, it because it's like um, someone just breaking something in half. A clean put straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. And it just, it gets super glued back together. Yeah. Like, I remember one day we were in shop class and we had to put these two boards together. And we put them together so perfectly, it looked like it was always one board. Yeah. So I don't. Hundred percent. So like it gets put back together, and we'll get to that little situation with them later in another episode, because that's more where that like yes. kind of thing comes in. One hundred percent. That is an excellent point, Peyton. But it looks like we will need to be wrapping up now just about pretty quick. Uh, oh, my. Look at the time. Yes, look at the time. Give me a second. I will get our exiting sound effect ready in one second. But is there anything else? Because I oh, have yes, a quick so- thing to say. If you have something to say before we wrap up. um, You can say it first because mine is really the um, finishing point okay um real quick again with anyone struggling with mental health i advise you i no sorry i don't advise i urge you please go find someone you can trust because there is someone who cares about you there is there's no one that doesn't like i said again in the beginning i'm a christian and god cares about you he does he really really does but if you don't believe in him, that is your choice. But I advise you to go see someone about it. Because there is light in this dark world. There is. There is hope. Ashley. That was actually going to be my exact <laughs> point. So some finishing questions before we leave. Do you believe that mental health and, you know, the diagnosis of mental health is more important than how we emulate our emotions. And second of all, um, do you think mental health is an excuse for Harley's situation? Or is it actually a good reason? Do you think she deserves some slack there? So think about that before we come back. Very good. Um... All right. Love you guys.